Welcome back to Call Her Daddy Fan Club, reviewing episode 35, Professional Athletes. So, in this current moment, I'm super fucking irritated, and I'm irritated over nothing. I feel like I'm overloading myself with bullshit, and not with bullshit, but just, ugh, I'm just feeling fucking overwhelmed. And, you know, we're in a time right now where we have so much stimulation that we're not used to. Our ancestors did not have this stimulation that we do now. You know, we have constant things coming into our face, constant notifications, constant um, things that, you know, what well, we want to grow or we want to do this, we want to do that. And we put so much responsibility and stress on ourselves, which is what I'm doing. And I just need to take a breath and sit back because I'm having a really hard time being grateful right now. There's so much to be grateful for. Like I literally am just got over COVID, had COVID maybe three times and I felt really weak and tired and pretty shitty and I'm getting over that. And I realized that when things are really good, I have a hard time focusing on what's good. You know, it's like when we're sick, we're just complaining about why we're sick or what we're sick with. And that's like what we obsess about. And that's really fucking annoying. Like when people talk to me about their health issues, I get really annoyed. But then I look at myself and I'm like, what do I do when I'm sick? I talk about being sick. And that kind of just, and I think about it too, and it just goes against the universal law, like the intelligence that we have within us that helps us get better, that helps heal us, and that knows exactly what to do to make sure that we're well and to make us feel better. You know, we have every single cell in our body and organ and tissue does everything in its power so that we feel good. And when we don't feel good, that's like a huge focus for right now. And I feel like that's something that society has really taught us to focus on the negative. And it's like, why do I have to do that when there's so many good things going on at this moment? I feel super irritated for multiple reasons, and they're not even that valid, honestly. And I think I'm going to start my period right now. And I know I'm supposed to be doing this episode, which I am. But, you know, it's like a pretty insightful thing to reflect on myself and see, like, why I'm irritated is not even because of whatever. You know, I could get irritated. I get irritated about some of the things that are said in Call Her Daddy, not by what Alex and Sophia say, but what people say about them, like stuff that they talk about and how people just hate on them and stuff like that. And it's, it's nothing to take personal. It's nothing personal. And, you know, we're using so much of our energy in taking something personal and taking something to heart that someone says, like, why does it matter what, what someone says to you? I mean, we're not going to die just because someone said something. And I think that Call Her Daddy is a great example of truly accepting themselves from what it seems to me, from what they say. They seem to truly accept themselves, and if someone has hate against them, not that they're defensive, but that they are fine with who they are. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. And that's such a beautiful process and aspect because we're taught that there's so many things wrong with us and there's not. So the beginning of us call her daddy review, the uh, podcast, this episode, there was actually a review about the girls and their podcast. And it talks about how people said that 
you know, they only did this because they didn't know how to get laid or that they wanted to get laid. And it was just pretty much bullshit about what people were saying and the reviewing about them. And, you know, they were just like, okay, whatever, uh, go get laid. Like, we don't care. We don't do this. Like, we've been sucking dick forever and we just got, we got sucking dick even more now, like more skills for that. Um, and it wasn't even... How do I explain? It wasn't like a defensive thing, but it was them just applying themselves. And I really admire that, that they, you know, continue to authentically be themselves. And I know that Alex, that, I mean, I don't know who she is personally, but I really admire that she is very authentic to herself. And so is Sophia. You know, they're their own people and they have a great dynamic or they had a great dynamic in the past. And... I just feel like every time, a lot of episodes I talk about how much inspiration I feel from both of them for how authentic they are. And it's something that a lot of people should take because, you know, they started this podcast um, with, you know, no background in, I don't know, no background in podcasting, I guess. But Alex, she was into, she was a content creator before and Sophia was, I think she worked in finance. And they kind of just put both, you know, their entire body in the pool that they were walking into, if that makes sense. Is that a saying in English? Uh, what is the saying in English? Put their toes in the, the water. They put their whole damn body in the water, which was probably cold water, but, and then they kind of just exploded and just grew very rapidly over time, and I know they're independent now between each other. Like, it always, every time I do this episode, and it's not even the night time, it's 6 o'clock right now, p.m. I always damn yawn. Anyways. Um, so they're pretty much just saying, which I always say, as Caller Daddy says, as the founding fathers say, embrace your inner prostitute. So their rebuttal or their response to everyone's negative reviews about them was embrace your inner prostitute, because everyone has a little freakiness inside them. And it's not a freakiness to the definition that is similar to every single other person, but we're human. I mean, we like sex unless you're asexual. And if you're asexual, it's because of a hormonal thing, maybe lacking estrogen or testosterone, whatever. But all humans biologically are programmed to have sex, and it's okay to have sex, and it's okay to like sex because it does feel good. So embrace your inner prostitute, okay? Um, so another suggestion that they were talking about, a way to get laid, was to write down a list of your goals and leave it out for your partner, or your not your partner, but the person that you're trying to get laid by to find so that they you know, are enticed by you. And I honestly think that this is something that you should do regardless, because if you want to have a fulfilling life, you know, we have to constantly be modifying what we like, what we don't like, because everything about us changes all the time. Our cells completely refurbish our entire skeletal system every single seven years. So it's like, why is it that you think that you're the same person with the same habits your entire life? Why would you want that? That's boring as hell. So expand your mind and make a list of what you want in life, what you want to do in life, how you want to expand, what you want to explore, etc. Um, they're using that as a way to get laid, which is cool. 
But if it's being unauthentic to yourself, then I don't agree with that because, you know, if you're just not being authentic to yourself, then you're kind of missing out on yourself and the other person's missing out on you too. And if you think it's like a fun game and the other person's doing it too and you guys are both doing it knowingly, then maybe, yeah. Um, but regardless, write a list and keep a journal of your goals. So moving on to how to make a guy jealous. So if you have a partner, there's different ways to make them jealous. And, you know, jealousy comes from, uh, stems from insecurity. And it's okay to be jealous. But jealousy can go a little bit far. I think there's a, a, di a difference between fun jealous and an envious jealous. And uh, controlling or possessive jealousness. Either way... Well, I think that fun jealous is always good. You know, if it's kind of coming from a state of true insecurity, then definitely look at yourself and see why you're jealous. Kind of, you maybe have to go back to your childhood, honestly. Maybe your parents didn't pay a lot of attention to you. Maybe your parents were dishonest with you or did something deceitful to you. And that's why you feel that way. Here I go again. Oh my god. Every time I do this, I say this, every time I do this episode, I yawn. And I don't know why. I don't normally do that. Unless I'm tired. And I'm not tired. So, back to being jealous and being secure about jealousy. Call Her Daddy, they state several different things of how to make your partner jealous purposely. Be independent. Have fun with other guys at a party. Pour beer up your asshole with someone else. I mean... I wouldn't do that. But they suggested making that joke with someone else and just seeing how they reacted, maybe. I don't know. That's a little bit too far. They always talk about partying. What about sports? Like, I do a lot of sports. I don't party. What about when you're doing sports? Maybe see if you can do a competition with someone else that's not your partner. See how your partner would feel about it. You get a little bit jealous. There's some, some clients that I take care of here in Alaska that they're a couple and the the woman she always not always but sometimes she talks to me about how they play pickleball and she gets jealous of the other woman that played pickleball with her boyfriend because they they play pickleball better than her and I'm just like that's such an innocent cute little insecure jealousy like this woman is drop-dead gorgeous and she's successful and an amazing woman and super fun and she's worried about her boyfriend leaving her for someone else who can play pickleball better than her. So, <laughs> in sports, I would say compete with someone else, uh, play alongside someone else, and or play with someone else. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's all fun and games. You know, it's for pure fun. Not for true je jealousy, honestly. Be more secure about yourselves. If someone else is playing games with you or truly playing games, it's because they're insecure and they want to control you. That's something that you got to look at and think about yourself. Do you really want that for yourself? Do you want to experience those feelings? And it's not them that's causing you to feel that way. It's you causing you to feel the way that you feel. No one else makes you feel any way. You are the only one who makes yourself feel a certain way. So if you're jealous, it's not because of them. It's because of you. So take a look at yourself in the mirror and see why you're insecure. Because it all stems from insecurity, baby, okay? Okay, so for girls, 
got or guys how to make your girls jealous um just be around hot girls you don't even have to know them you could just be in a place and girls that are strangers walking they're hot another thing that is insecure women men they who are like they's um the girls they's and the gays okay if you're jealous because of someone else walking in that neither of you know who it is it's coming from a place of insecurity you gotta look at yourself and see why you're so insecure about that why you don't love yourself why don't why do you think someone else is better than you and it's not even a competition not anyone is better than someone else we may have better habits and better lifestyles but we are all valid human beings we are all born we are all babies one day we all grow and we all die one day that's just life there's no hierarchy between humans in reality in societal standpoint yeah possibly but in the real true universal standpoint no there is no hierarchy between us so another suggestion is less is more give a little bit information but not too much and that is kind of for everything in general honestly if you want to be seductive less is more you know I've talked about this book before the art of seduction by Robert Greene and there's different ways of seducing there's different kind of seducers in this world and you can't give too much you can't show too much you can't be too much because then that's giving it all away someone some people like that yeah but when you're giving it all away I mean it's kind of meh. Um, 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 moving on, getting ready around your man, being embarrassed. So there's a, a lot of things that that Call Her Daddy talks about that brings light to a lot of people's insecurities, like a lot of people's insecurities, you know? I know they talk about it. People get upset that they talk about some, a lot of the things that they do, and it's because they're speaking the truth. They're speaking on light of insecurity, which is so true. And like getting ready in front of your man. Why is it that we have to be embarrassed to do that? I mean, definitely we need space and there are times where we want need and want space. You know, we can't always have our partner in our face all the time. I mean, that's rather annoying when someone is like up in your face all the time, wants to be around you all the time. That's awesome, but we need space. You know, not just men, not just women, both of us, we all need space. And maybe the time that you need space is when you're getting ready. Maybe it's not. I honestly don't care as long as that person's not talking to me or trying to get my attention that I don't really care because when I'm getting ready, I just want to focus on that. I can't focus on something else, okay? But don't be embarrassed about it. If you're not comfortable doing like that, doing something like that in front of another person, then Maybe you shouldn't be with them because, you know, there's something about keeping mystery and you can definitely do that, but, um, it shouldn't be embarrassed about putting on your makeup or changing blah, blah, blah. Maybe I misunderstood that. Maybe I didn't, but, um, I guess it's not ladylike to get ready in front of your man, but that, so moving on to sex. Okay. So. Alex was out doing some journalism. She's doing some, her research on streets, okay? She found out, and I think that from experience, you kind of 
maybe you know this or maybe you don't know this in general as a human being from if you're if you had sex before but when you're on top of a guy hop up and down don't grind and go back and forth especially well, okay only in the case if the guy has pubic hair because that is kind of grinding into his skin and it is actually pretty painful so guys either shave or girls just do some squats get on your feet and learn some agility and some strength I mean it's a, get some good strength training so that you can do this it's actually pretty cool and impressive when you can do no hands handed squats on someone's dick it's actually very impressive so something that um, I do from time to time and yeah you can see me I'd be winking right now but <laughs> um, so do squats okay build up the stamina in your legs and your thighs do them moving on to professional athletes so athletes uh, fucking a professional athlete they call so professional athletes they travel a lot and they call girls by their city names or their their state names and they, it, they're, they're the road girls or they call them road beef so pretty uh, gruesome a little bit but I've hooked up with a professional athlete before and it was definitely a uh, not a weird situation but it was situational because call her daddy is um pretty right but not fully right about you know they they even said this themselves that there are athletes that are different from the exception you know majority of athletes are fucking that they're fucking all kinds of women or all kinds of guys whatever but there are some out there that don't do this which is very true and I personally experienced this I had a roommate in New York City that was a professional athlete and he was insanely hot and super sexy very oh my gosh sexy for sure I'm not going to say what his name was or what sport he was in, but um, he actually had a sleeping disorder. So he had insomnia. He never slept. And I know like his life habits because I was at home a lot in that time. Um, I don't remember why I was at home a lot, but he never left. He never had anyone over. He was always in his room trying to sleep. And he wasn't fucking around girls. I, I eventually did fuck him, but... Um, it was because he was willing to go, I think he was willing to, but he wanted to go out with me um, to a bar down the street and grab a drink, which we did. One thing led to another, and it was um, pretty beautiful, I guess. It was brief. He was an amazing kisser. Um, but I honestly felt like I was dead inside when I had sex with him. Like, literally, we I mean, we used condoms, of course, but I felt absolutely dead inside. And kind of makes me think, it's like is that how he feels like did I energetically take that on because of whatever um but call her daddy kind of gives a cheat code for if you're gonna fuck a professional athlete if you're gonna have fun don't be attached and I mean don't see it as anything not saying that all professional athletes are hoes but or that they're fuck boys but they have a career where they make a lot of money, they're traveling a lot, and they have easily accessible women, women that are willing to sleep with them because of their status. So it's a pretty unconscious approach to that kind of lifestyle, I would say. So just be careful, stick with your values, and 
don't take anything personal and don't get attached. Don't have an attachment to anybody. But, you know, when people meet someone that's famous or has a lot of money, everyone goes gooey-eyed and people change. People change the way they treat you. People act different. So just stay true to yourself. Stay true to your values, okay? Don't stereotype everyone. Um, but the common consensus is that and it is what it is. It's just an aspect of, of life. So that is all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed. See you next week. Thank you.